following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Mondays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Always use code HUGE when you sign up. And this week, you can get in on the Pistons and the NBA action. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And new customers who use code HUGE when they sign up can score 150 instantly in bonus bets for just betting 5 bucks on the Pistons or any NBA game. That's code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Mondays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by DraftKings. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin our number two on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show, 19 stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. What a weekend, man. You know, outside of Lions losing, it was all sports and all good. I mentioned my Thanksgiving celebration with the Hayes family, which is very unique. Makes me feel the feel really good about my family. They're good people. They're north of GR. And then across the weekend, we had a ton of sports uh, that you're watching on TV. It was the end of the regular season in college football. Had the wings. Had high school football. Michigan State was god-awful against Penn State Friday, but you know what? They ended that narrative by getting Jonathan, or Jonathan Smith uh, to be their new head coach. Great hire. Mark Ewell and the Michigan High School Athletic Association had two fantastic days of state championship games. Phenomenal down-to-the-wire finishes. I'll say this, and I've, I've lived around the country in over 32 years of doing a sports radio show, national level, statewide, locally. Mark Ewell and his team at the Michigan High School Athletic Association, they do everything the right way. They use common sense, and they put what's important to the people first. And that could be student-athletes, coaches, schools, parents, their corporate partners, and more. Just I, I love DVRing it. I know I was down at the big house and then partying all day, all night. Well, you don't say that anymore at 62. It's 1030 and you're like, I've had it. That's 12 hours. More than enough for me. And I watched all the games on DVR. Could pick up some on my phone, right? Through signing in on your provider. There's the local field because two of the state championship teams, my son Ace played this year in Grand Rapids Catholic Central and Grand Rapids South Christian are both in our conference, the OK Gold. Forest Hills Eastern is Ace's team here in Grand Rapids. In South Christian against Harper Woods with all those athletes had one final shot from the three with a throw to the end zone that could have tied it and the extra point could have won it and it fell incomplete. 
I will say something about Danny Brown, Coach Blackwire, that entire staff, those fans. My heart is close to Grand Rapids South Christian because I hosted their victory day where they allow adults and kids with special needs to score a touchdown. I hosted that, I think, for like five years. And I just respect the hell out of everybody, which is not normally used when you're talking about Grand Rapids South Christian. You know, I respect the hell out of that church. Good people. Tough loss. Won the state title a year ago. Came down to one play where they could have won it. And then Todd Coaster, Grand Rapids Catholic Central. Todd now is among uh, the greatest of all time in terms of, I think, six state championships. Well-deserved. They have a great program. They have good kids. They have great assistants. I love their fan base. You know, and I get to see a lot of these people in all the sports that my kids have played at Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern versus Catholic Central and South Christian. And some people, the lot of the private schools beat up on us. No, it's not always the case. Both South Christian games this year, we lost by three at their place, rushed for almost 300 yards, and they scored with 29 seconds left And at our place in round two of the playoffs. And, yeah, it, it could have, would have, should have. But we were warriors. We battled. Grand Rapids Catholic Central, they're just a well-oiled machine. They had great skill position players, and Todd Colster knows how to run an offense. So I will not slight programs for having good coaching and a culture. I won't. And Forest Hills Eastern is building towards that. We had a lot of firsts this year. This morning, 11 a.m., I get a text from my son, Ace, and he said, hey, I made first-team All-State Division Four offensive lineman. I will tell you that I cried immediately because I know how much work my son has put in since he was a seventh grader. He's a junior. And that work this fall, he went from 272 before the season. He's at 6'2", 287 right now. And that text you get from a child, because they want to tell somebody, and also I think they, they start to know what parents are doing in terms of sacrifices or they're doing everything they can for their kid. Not to overhype them, not to complain to the coach about playing time, none of that. That you know they have a passion and you're willing. And it's not just sports. It could be art, it could be music, it could be ballet, it could be anything. That you're going to do everything you can to help them chase their dreams. And when I look at Ace from when he was young to where he is now, his life is a, is a book or a movie someday. And as I told Ace again this morning, anything you want in the world is yours. Because hard work, believing in yourself, and putting good people around you will lead to success. And he's a junior. And yeah, Rivals invites him this spring to their camp. Narduzzi's shown some interest. Toledo, Tony Anise loves him. It's, the process is beginning. But it's his work. It's not me. It's not me. It isn't. I can't tell you, even with the tough loss to end it, how, how much I enjoyed that ride, why high school sports are still great in Michigan and across this country. That there is something different about playing for your school. 
that there is something different about knowing the type of person you were as a kindergartner and you're sitting there as a junior today and you're all state and your team went eight and three and you, you, you lost your quarterback before the season and a couple quarterbacks stepped up and did an unbelievable job. And that team was in the bunker together. It's like Michigan. You can look at the NCAA did everything they could with the Big Ten to try and damage Michigan enough to lose at Penn State, lose at home against Ohio State, and they would have a narrative that Michigan was full of a cheating Schembechler Hall. And they didn't get it. And that team's in the bunker. Even when Zinner went down and that crowd starts chanting, and those players showing that love, that's what football's all about. That's why that game is different. Where else in life, outside of wrestling and football, maybe a little bit with lacrosse, that toughness is a prerequisite for you to succeed. Because you're going to need to be tough in life. Because you're going to get a knock at the door, a call, an email, or a face-to-face conversation that rips your heart out. And how do you bounce back? Yeah, it's a personal journey with my son, but I share it with you because that's the way I've done my show my entire life. That ace believed in himself. That ace goes to power strength with Mark Ennis and Brian Paulson, and he goes there three days after the season ends. And I asked him, when does the offseason begin? He says today. And his coach, Joe Swander for Forest Hills Eastern, said that at the banquet. That there are guys you can see on the film and on the field who put in nine months during the offseason. That's how you get on the field on my team. And now he feels it. And you know what? You don't have to ask to be All-State. You are recognized by the Michigan High School Football Coaches Association, by other coaches who saw you play. Yeah, your coach nominates you. All-State doesn't mean anything except to Ace personally. I know it means a lot. Because all of us want to be recognized for hard work. We do. I don't care if you're laying a new road right now on the east side of the state. When that's finished, you want to be recognized that you did a great job. Not coddled. Not told something that isn't true. And that's what football does. Look Look at Michigan. Look at Harbaugh saying you can – a proud papa when he's talking at the Big Ten Championship Zoom call yesterday. That his team went out there and won at Penn State. You see what Penn State did to Michigan State Friday night at Fort Field? You see that? That's not a quality win, Ohio State. I think that was. They didn't have the flashy quarterback. I think that was the best Ohio State defense I've ever seen play against Michigan modern era. So I want to give love to everybody who got all state. The state champions over the weekend. Man, that Belleville-Southfield A&T game. How did Michigan State let Isaiah Marshall end up at Kansas, the quarterback for Southfield A&T? And the Underwood kid is a stud. And he, LSU might be the leader. Just Mark Ewell, Michigan High School Athletic Association. Saturday, Sunday, they had to adjust and they did it. It was beautiful. 
And now Michigan's in the Big Ten Championship game. Doug Skeen from the Wolverine.com, the Michigan Insider, with Chris Ballas on the Wolverine.com's Michigan Football Podcast. Their latest one on the Ohio State game is up right now at the Wolverine.com. How you doing, Douglas? I'm doing great, Bill, on a, on a glorious Monday here. It feels pretty good to be a former Michigan player, a Michigan alumni, Michigan fan. These are some pretty good years here. And that game was, you know, big games don't live up to the hype too often, but start to finish, the hype going in, and really that hype has been there all offseason through the regular season. And, and this is a true Michigan team. It really is. It's not about one individual. Well, there's no question, Bill, and there's several several things throughout the course of the season that have demonstrated that, and they all kind of showed themselves all over again on Saturday. Maybe none more than when Zinter snaps his leg. The whole team is out there staring at their fallen teammate. The kid gets strapped up in the splint, put on the cart, and he's got that look in his eyes, and his teammates are looking at him. They move Barnhart into guard. Trent A. Jones comes in to tackle, and they don't miss a beat. They score a touchdown on the next play. That's the kind of thing that stands out uh, in my mind and will always stand out in my mind going forward in the, for the history of the program. That's, that just demonstrates a grittiness, Bill, that, and, and not just physical but mentally, the way this team has stayed together throughout all these distractions and the naysayers and Everybody's saying that this team is not all that because of these other reasons. I think all that needs to go away because this team's got some real grit, historical grit. This season is different and something I haven't seen in a long, long time. Well, what do you like the most about that game? Because we expected a, a big game performance from Michigan. But you didn't expect this going in and you witnessed it on Saturday, Doug. What would be at the top of that list? Well, you know, Bill, I think I think it's easy to point at the superstars of the game. Obviously, Ohio State had theirs with outstanding wide receiver. They got some pretty doggone good football players throughout their roster, and that's nothing new. Michigan's got their own share, and this year's version is no different. You know, we've got a really, really good quarterback. We've got a star running back. We've got some superstar players of our own. But for me... I was reminded of the greatness of Mike Sandra still, and then the other players that made incredible plays throughout the course of that game, our tight ends, our safeties, obviously with more with the pick, the backup offensive lineman coming in, the team, the team effort that came together to make multiple big plays that were really obvious and were replay worthy, and we all saw them, but the little things that happened out there with a guy that maybe didn't get his name called all year long and wasn't part of a pregame special feature on the Big Fox show. Those guys stepped up, too, and made plays in this game that we're going to remember forever because they now cemented themselves as being part of this great team that Michigan continues to promote as the most important thing. And that's what will stick out for me. This this football game against a great Ohio State team was all that it normally is, but more so for a team aspect than I can remember in recent years. So now as we move past this game, there's Iowa in that bland offense, but they are a 10-2 team. They are ranked number 18 uh, in the latest coaches poll. 
Your thoughts on Michigan's matchup with a tough defense that I might put right there as the third toughest defensive unit they've played this season behind Ohio State and Penn State. Yeah, I don't. There's no question, and there's a reason Ohio. Or, I'm sorry, Iowa is is ten and two. Yeah, they, they've they've won those ten games not by outscoring people because they have a daggone good defense. And so we're going to face yet another good, stout defensive front. When we played them two years ago, they had a good defensive front then as well. They just don't have the ability to hang a lot of points. They haven't done it. They're not going to do it against our defense either. We're going to win this football game, Bill, but it's not going to be easy. I think a lot of people might think, oh, it's just Iowa. Big Ten West stinks, and we're going to roll them by three or four touchdowns. And, you know, who knows? That could happen. I don't expect it to because Iowa – and the Kurt Ferentz era has always played tough football, and they rarely get blown out. But I got a feeling we're just going to win this game. But it's just it's just going to be it's going to be a little bit of a grind. It might even be tight at halftime because they got a lot of prideful players down there in Iowa as well that are tough, and they'll be ready to go. Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion, offensive lineman, late '80s, early '90s, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Talking about Michigan's win over Ohio State, looking to the Big Ten championship game on Saturday night. We just had Ballas on last hour, and we were talking. Think about this. Harbaugh has missed half of the regular season because of suspensions. This team has dealt uh, with the massive headlines, negative, few positive. Yet here they are achieving all their regular season goals and a win away from going back to the college football playoff for the third straight time, not getting their due as one of the great college programs the last three years. Bill, it's incredible. It really is. uh, You think about the access that the whole world has to all these young men that play this game in Michigan, obviously, with social media and the availability and the interactions that these young athletes have with the outside world, for them to keep it together, I'm just sitting here imagining what, what that culture must be inside that locker room amongst this young group of men and the, and the, and the, the, the galvanized nature of their, their time together. And, and I guess I just, I'm really, really impressed that they've been able to keep it together. I think that's a testament to the captains of this team the guys that have the official C, but also all those guys in that locker room that aren't the official captain. But, man, do they play an important leadership role. This team's got a lot of them. We saw them make big plays on Saturday. I'm thoroughly impressed and will be forever, no matter how this story ends up, that this team has been able to get this far with their coach being yanked in and out and all the headlines like you've talked about. But somehow, some way, they've just stayed focused all the way through from the time when – People said, oh, you've never played anybody. You're not playing anybody. And, oh, you're not that good. And, oh, you can't throw the football. And, oh, there's, there's something wrong with J.J. He's not the same. Maybe it's because Jim's gone. All these things we've heard, and yet they just show up and win. It's really, really impressive. Who's uh, the MVP of this team right now going into the Big Ten title game? So the regular season, most valuable player for Michigan football names come to mind immediately obviously on the offensive side to think of our quarterback because you cannot win you cannot win in college football without an outstanding quarterback jj's obviously up there and in that but blake corum from the running back position bill it's one of the toughest hard-nosed guys michigan's had back there in a long long time even without the football the way the kid blocks 
the way the kid takes on tacklers, safeties and linebackers coming up at full speed, and then he takes the shot, hangs on to the football, falls forward. Man, it's impressive. So those two guys come off the, 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 the front for me. If I had to choose one, I'm choosing Blake Corum. The kid came back off of a knee injury a year ago as well. I think some people have forgotten that. And it's like he's gotten even better coming off of the knee injury. So I'm going with Corum as my team MVP, although there's a few others that are certainly recognizable. I think Junior Colson on defense there is an outstanding linebacker. Mason Graham in the middle. There's just too many names that are candidates, but if i got to go with one, I'm going with Corum. Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman, one of our Michigan insiders. You can hear Doug and Chris Ballas on the Michigan Football Podcast weekly at thewolverine.com. Their breakdown of the Ohio State win is up right now. Losses at center away from the celebration after beating Ohio State. Their best offensive lineman just went down. Impact on this football team in play starting Saturday. Yeah, Bill, you know, when, when, when Zinner went down with the leg injury and I saw they moved Barnhart in, and remember, Barnhart's played a lot of football out there for Michigan, including some guard. We haven't seen him there in a while. Trent A. Jones was the starting right tackle for Michigan two years ago until he had an ankle injury at the Iowa game. Trent A. is a strong, powerful run blocker. I don't have any concerns about running the football with that combination on the right side of the offensive line. The only thing to look out for now is is pass protection. Trente struggled at times a little bit with edge rushers. He's going to have to get better at that, and maybe Michigan has to curtail a little bit to help that on that edge if a second or third long situation comes up. But I don't see any other drop-off. I really don't. I think that's a testament to the depth that Harbaugh's got on this team and Coach Moore and the development of that group. I didn't see a lot of drop-off in there after Zinner goes down. Of course, we'd rather have him in there because he's such a good player. But I don't think this is going to be as debilitating as some people think with the loss. Prediction on Michigan-Iowa and the Big Ten championship game on Saturday night. Yeah, 35-31-ish, Bill, to let's just say 13, 10, 13, maybe 14 points. That's what Iowa's usually been doing. Again, hey, you know, we talk about Iowa's great defensive front. Well, we got a pretty good one, too. No one's been able to really rush the football that great against us, so I expect us to win by two or three possessions. Doug, enjoy the game. We'll talk next week, and we'll look at the matchups in the college football playoff if Michigan advances. Looking forward to it. Go Blue. All right, Doug Skeen checking in on the Roast Homer Coffee guest line. You can join us on air, our Honolulu Blue. Huge question of the day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. What's the good and bad from a crazy weekend in sports? All on the good side, really outside of the Pistons still stink and the Lions losing on Thanksgiving. A lot to talk about from high school to college to the NFL. How about Frank Reich? Didn't even get one year in Carolina fired. Hey, you sold the future for Bryce Young and he didn't pan out and C.J. Stroud is tearing it up with Houston. Jeff Risden... Lions Wire, Draft Wire, one of our Lions insiders. I did share one of his tweets. Ben Johnson, who was in the running before, could be the leading candidate to replace Reich after this season. But, man, you don't want to walk into a situation that is volatile. So Risden will be on Wednesday's show starting at 3 o'clock here on the Huge Show across Michigan. So if you want to join in on the good and bad from the weekend in sports, one 866 838 that's one 838 huge 
That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan. They're a Michigan-based bank, so your money stays in Michigan with Michigan people, with local decision makers also in Michigan. Simple and easy. Mercantile Bank is a Michigan bank. To the callers online, we'll get to your huge opinions. We'll also talk about Jonathan Smith, the new head football coach at Michigan State. Great hire. Tim Stout from Stout on Sports and our affiliate, The Game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing. He'll join us next. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. What are you looking for in a career? What are you looking for in your pursuit of happiness and satisfaction? Let's answer those questions by answering this one. What are you? If you're selfless, courageous, dedicated, disciplined, and humble, your happiness and satisfaction may be in a new career in law enforcement. Visit michiganpolicechiefs.org today or simply walk into your local police department and start the conversation. You may find the answer to all of your questions. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, High School Sports, MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Book your stay this fall in luxurious first-class room and receive $50 premium play, a $20 spa credit, and a $25 dining credit. Rates are just $289 a night, Sunday through Thursday, and $339 on Fridays and Saturdays. Reserve your room now, only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at RoastUmber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. 
Huge Opinion Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Always download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use that code HUGE when you sign up and you'll get the promo hookup. So if you want to get in on the Pistons and the NBA action, use code HUGE. You're a new customer. You'll get 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just 5 bucks on basketball, Pistons or the NBA. So that's win or lose, you'll get it. So if you want to get in on the game day action, just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, and use code HUGE. When you sign up, and those new customers who do that can get 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on the Pistons or the NBA. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, and only with code HUGE. The crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services. Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. Must be 21 or older. Physically present in Michigan. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms. Let's go talk to Tim Stout. Stout on sports. Busy weekend. Began with Michigan State. Getting embarrassed by Penn State on home soil at Ford Field, but then they flipped the narrative and brought in what I think was the best possible replacement for Mel Tucker, a huge upgrade. I think one of the best football hires they've ever had. And Jonathan Smith, the former Oregon State coach, is now the Spartan head football coach. And Tim, that's a job well done by Alan Haller. Well, he'll be happy to hear you say that, Bill. I mean, he'll he'll want all the friends he can get. Obviously, he gets obviously you know some grace until until they play Florida Atlantic to open the twenty twenty four season in a revised Big Ten look next year. And I know one thing: he's going to have a lot of new faces around, both coaches and players. He lost three starters to the portal today, and they're noteworthy players. And you figure more are going to come. The portal opens to. December 4th, but three of them announced today they're not coming back, and I would guess there will be more of them, and where this all bottoms out remains to be seen. I have no idea on any of these hires. I mean, I remember when Tom Izzo was hired the first two years, people couldn't wait to get rid of him. Things changed after that. When Mel Tucker had an 11-2 and two year, oh my golly, we better get this guy signed before we lose him. And the rest of that is history. So I always withhold judgment on all these, whether they're good or bad, until I you know, see the evidence uh, you know, one way or the other. Well, as I said in my opening huge opinion today, great hire, but the Michigan State fan has got to be patient because I think it's going to be one of those full recruiting class cycles uh, before Michigan State is competitive in what is even a tougher Big Ten next year with Oregon, Washington, UCLA, and USC coming. And Jonathan Smith, life is about timing I think if the Pac-12 was still intact, he wouldn't have left. But with the Pac-2 now, only Oregon State and Washington State, it was a no-brainer for Smith to take the MSU Open job. Well, that certainly had to play into it. By the way, congratulations. I didn't hear anybody say State was going to go 4-8 and eight in August. You did. State went 4-8. and eight. Um, I should be asking you the questions, not the other way around. I mean... I think there had to be a tremendous element to that. I mean, this guy's whole life has been Oregon State. He was a walk-on there, played quarterback. Uh, You know, he's been an assistant. He had six years as the head coach. He does not have a winning record there overall, but he does have a winning record the last two seasons at 15-7. and 
His team did lose 31-7 to at Oregon over the weekend, but by then Michigan State decided that you know he was the guy. I'll be curious to see what his official contract is going to read moving forward. I, it's not going to be nearly what Tucker's was, obviously, for a variety of different reasons. But as you suggest, with the Pac-12 falling apart, there'd be a lot of indecision as to where Oregon State goes from here. My sense is that they'll promote one of those coordinators, and then he probably will stay there. The interim guy's got a shot maybe to land the head job long-term simply because Oregon State's going to play in a bowl game. And, you know, if they like that guy, they can play hard for him, see if he gets a job and go from there. But around here, you know, I, I was not surprised at the timing. I mean, these guys barely got out of the shower Friday night when Michigan State announced the coach. There was speculation, well, do you wait for a president? They were well aware of the, the Thanksgiving deadline or or, or hope for deadline for a president that came and went. So whoever the new president is one way or the other down the road, this is the football coach support him because he's going to need all the support he can get. Patience to the Michigan state fans, but I believe they got a quality uh, head coach who can uh, rebuild a program. That's my best guess right now. Uh, before I let you go, your thoughts on Izzo and Spartan basketball and where they're at right now. Well, I think it's silly, Bill, that they're not in the AP Top 25 this week. I mean, their two losses were close games to Duke and especially Arizona. I mean, they led Arizona with a couple minutes to go. And Arizona's, what, ranked two or three, whatever they are. It's amazing to me how stupid these polls are. I mean, nobody takes it. If you win, you move up. If you lose, you go down. If you play cream puffs. You get credit for that. That makes no sense to me at all. They they went from four to twenty one to unranked this week. You're telling me you think there are twenty five better teams than they are? I would suggest no. Now that said, they're, they're the first one to tell you they got issues through six games would be Tom Izzo, not because of who they beat, because of the way they lost, especially to Arizona the other night. Whether or not they have enough polished talent amongst their veterans or not, I think that remains to be seen. But it's clear to me he believes that for the most part, those four freshmen aren't going to come in and become the Fab Five of Michigan, you know, Michigan State version of the Fab Five that are just going to come in and take over. Booker didn't even play in the game against Arizona, and he was the most, you know, heralded recruit at the time of all those guys. But they get Georgia Southern tomorrow night, so there's another lackluster win. They still get Baylor. What December 16th is it at Little Caesars Arena? That's a neutral site. We'll see how that plays. I think the biggest thing they have going for them, Bill, is they play in the Big Ten because I think they're going to win a number of those games because the rest of the league, with two exceptions, doesn't look good to me. I mean, Purdue's very good, but they only play them one time, and that's late in the year at Purdue. You know, if you lose to them in a regular season, to be honest with you, so what? Um, And I think Illinois has shown that it's got a lot of athleticism, but the rest of those teams right across the board, Nebraska is a very misleading 7-0. They got smart. They knew they couldn't beat teams their own size. And that coach Hoiberg, he Hoiberg, he's you know he's he's trying to keep his job. So the you know if you can't beat the teams your size, go down. So they're seven and zero. You think Michigan State couldn't beat Nebraska at three and three? I I just think being in the big and Michigan, they all look vulnerable to me. Purdue had a great Maui Classic, and I think they're legit because I think their veterans are better than what Michigan State's veterans have shown so far. But 
we're in November. You know, you're four months to the NCAA tournament. That's a long ways off, and a lot can happen for everybody, good and bad. I think it's way too early to either throw them out with the bathwater or put them in the Final Four either way. Tim Stout, Stout on Sports. You can hear him weekday mornings at 10 a.m. on the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing. Huge show airs weeknights at 6 p.m. on a.m. 7.30 in the capital city. Before I let you go, uh, who's your pick? Michigan-Iowa in the Big Ten football championship game Saturday night. I have Michigan winning that game 27-10. to 10. 27 to 10. I don't think Michigan has any incentive to blow them out. I think the bigger question, Bill, is which one of the three do they want to play in the Rose Bowl? Because it looks to me like they're going to go to the Rose Bowl and play either Oregon, Washington, or Florida State. I would think their best hope is Florida State and then Washington. And I think Oregon would give them all they want in one whale of a game, one way or the other. But we'll see. But they'll be, they won't have any trouble with Iowa. They won't have any trouble at all. Tim, uh, enjoy the week. Uh, We'll talk again soon. Always good to hear your voice. Same with you, Bill. Thanks for calling. Talk to you soon. All right, Tim Stout, Stout on Sports. He didn't seem overly excited about Jonathan or Jonathan Smith, did he? Why do I keep saying Jonathan? Hey, are you Jonathan? Hey, what's your name? You named Jonathan Schmitch? Hey, how did Jonathan Schmitch? Jonathan Smith. I did get a couple comments uh, on the huge text chain. You can find the coaches all state teams for every class, including uh, the eight man category. Uh, Just search Michigan high school football coaches association online. Also on Facebook, Twitter, they have division one through eight. And also I think the three other uh, divisions or two other divisions are all listed there, including the, I think the dream team was also uh, listed with that high school football. Wow, when you looked at the talent on some of these teams over the weekend, what Mark Ewell and the Michigan High School Athletic Association put together at Ford Field, I kind of like the Saturday-Sunday thing better than Friday-Saturday. I really do. I, I really, I, I think there's, with no Lions on Sunday, I think there's more and less going on in terms of your life, right? You're wrapping up a holiday weekend. I think I'm more inclined to sit there and watch I think I watched three of the games in a row. And I would go back and forth to the NFL games. And I watched a Sunday night game. But I watched three high school games in their entirety. Menominee from Menominee. I got five. I got five. I got five. I got five. They should be the auctioneers. Menominee. I got five. I got a five. I got five. Their announcer's like an auctioneer. First and ten, they're going to five. He's going to 15, then 20, 25, 30. Do I hear 35, 45, 55, 55, Oh, it's going to be touchdown. Menominee. I got five. He's back to pass. He's got five. He's got ten. Do I hear ten? Sold on ten yards. Uh, let's go to Joe in St. Joe. Michigan, how you doing, my friend? Well, Bill, I'm doing great. How you doing? Love your show. I love you, too. Yeah, uh, Superfly said you were sitting in our section at the game? I was section 43, row 83, and seat 17. And this, this obviously drunken chick who puked about seven seats down from us, uh, you came with, you know, three, four people, and they were dragging her. Oh, my gosh. I was like, when you said that at the beginning of the show, I'm like, are you kidding me? He had to be in our section. I was right down. I was at the other end of the row. We were like uh, 83, 
Uh, row uh, 17, what row you say you're in? Uh, we were row 83. I, seat yeah. 17. Yeah, we were, yeah we, were, we were row 83. I get, I get in the rows. But it was seat, you were seat 17. We were like 26, 27, 28. That, yeah, that girl that barfed, she turned when they were taking her out. She yeah. looked at me and I saw her cheeks puff up like one of those puffy fishes <laughs> on uh, Natural <laughs> Geographic. And I'm thinking, if this girl's going to puke in my face. So I, I, I pivoted her shoulders towards the two Ohio State fans that were sitting right in front of us. This is priceless. Well, she walked right in front of me. Like I said, I was on the aisle. Yeah. And I was with her brother, boyfriend, whatever, the three guys that were with her. I'm like, man, this girl's in a rough She state. came back. We're all worried that she was going to pick on us. And she I came back. She I just see her come back. She came back for the second half. I'm not lying. It was one of the greatest returns. It was it was Walt <laughs> Frazier. It was Buster Douglas Tyson. It was, yeah, one, two, three, ding, ding. I turn, and, and someone goes, she's back. And I look, and she's got a big pretzel. And she goes, how you doing? And I'm, and she still had a – she saw the piece of the throw-up, like, dangling off the right side of her oh. chin and her left leg. I'm telling you, when she looked at me from about a foot from my face – and and she went boom, and, and her lips went like this. I turned to her and said, "Go ahead and puke on the Ohio State fans because I'm not taking the pot pie shower." This is awesome. What a coincidence. It was, like, man. I have, I have to call because what a crazy time. But, hey, great season. Go blue. And I tell you what, when they uh, when we kicked the field goal up by six, I was like, oh, my God. I know. I was, I was like sick to my stomach. No, I, I, I was, Joey. I could imagine a person oh, coming down and same here. grabbing one in the air. Oh, oh. Yeah, I was okay. like, I, I didn't season. like, the only thing I didn't like, and it turned out in the end to be good, Joey, and thanks for listening in St. Joe that they needed a touchdown, not a field goal. So if you would have went for a touchdown and had to, and turned it over on downs or something or didn't get the field goal, then they could have kicked the field goal at the end to tie it. I didn't like the conservative play there, but you know what? It worked out and they won. If you want to join in our Honolulu Blue Huge Question of the Day presented by Coppercraft Distillery, make sure you enjoy Honolulu Blue game days, tailgates, just a great beverage. Adult crafted cocktail, blue raspberry lemonade, and vodka. Look for it at your local pub, restaurant, or store. Presented by Coppercraft Distillery in Holland. Huge question of the day, good and bad for the weekend in sports. You can join us at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan. Because they are a Michigan-based bank. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Don't miss holiday deals at Meyer. Shop select Lego play sets for 30% off. December Home Holiday Indoor Decor is buy one, get one 50% off. And December Home Holiday Ornaments and Lifelike Trees and Phillips Lights are 20% off. These deals and products won't last long at these prices. Head to Meyer today to shop holiday deals in one stop. Plus, pay the same low buyer price no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for my friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now they're a Michigan-based company, and they have a message for anybody 21 and up. You're going to want to get hooked up with this Honolulu Blue, a premium can cocktail. Vodka, blue raspberry lemonade, 
This special limited edition canned cocktail is available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live on a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. New customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE can place a $5 bet on any Pistons or NBA game and get $150 in instant bets free. Just use code HUGE when you sign up on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Big. Bad. Huge. 